Last one of the year. It's time for a bonus pod, bitches. Welcome <laughs> to the Fat to Fit or Else podcast. Yep. Where we talk about fitness, food, yeah. motivation, and general angry rants from the fat man himself, Stretch Roberts. So get ready for all of the above with a side of bacon. Here is your host, Stretch. That's right, my AI friend. It is Stretch, and I am back for the last podcast of the year. And it is gonna be a doozer. A doozer, I tell you. Uh, speaking of doozers, kind of epic. Very excited. I told you guys I pretty much slacked off for the last, I don't know, three weeks. And I gained um, 10 pounds from around Thanksgiving till day after, day after Christmas when I weighed. I was up 10 pounds, which is crappy considering I was only down 19 pounds from the beginning. So that really, like... It, that freaked me out. When I saw that, I was like, oh, crap. That was quick. Now, I told you guys there's now the uh, testosterone involved, and I have now got, um, I'm loaded up on creatine. I'm now taking a new supplement as of today called DHEA that I take. I also take uh, another supplement called HMB, which is uh, beta-hydroxy um, methylbutyl, whatever the hell it is. All of that is for... Uh, muscle growth and all of that also leads to possibly weight gain but water retention not weight gain what the weight gain does come from muscle growth muscle growth weighs more than fat but i was eating bad i did get some fat back i know i got a lot of water weight and i probably cleared that out because after the last podcast i threw down the gauntlet i said i am a fat ass i am getting back on the wagon i am jumping back on and i am going to do five pounds this week or else the or else challenge was me going to my gym which i really 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 didn't want to do and doing full-on flex off like the douchebags that i make fun of at the gym the dudes that think they're buffed that sit there with little string tank tops on and do like full-blown bodybuilder poses in the mirrors and embarrass themselves. And so, but the problem was you got to do it like, these guys don't, they're so stupid, they're not embarrassed. They're in there thinking like, man, look, look at you. You're so swole. Look at that. Look at that. I see a vein. I see a vein. Like that, that's what they're thinking when they do this apparently because they have no shame. And I mocked them, and then I thought, wow, what a great punishment. I should do that for a challenge, and that was the challenge this week. If I didn't lose five pounds, I would have to go to my gym and film myself utterly getting my Arnold Schwarzenegger flex on in the mirrors. And I am very proud to say, very, very happy. I beat, I issued the challenge on Tuesday. The show dropped on Wednesday morning, and by... uh. Yeah, no, God, I, I issued the challenge. I recorded on, yeah, Tuesday night, and then I dropped the show on Wednesday. I weighed myself on Tuesday, and on Wednesday morning, I was already down five pounds. I'd already beat the challenge in one day. I dropped five pounds. Now I've lost a pound a day since then, so as of now, I am down seven pounds since uh, really diving back in on Tuesday morning. I've also been very on point with my diet. In fact, I will tell you what I've been eating for uh, breakfast. Nothing really has changed <laughs> other than a protein shake, pre-mixed protein shake with uh, 30 grams of protein. And then at lunch, I've had a couple handfuls of different, some walnuts, maybe some cashews, but small amounts of those. And 
I've had a tiny bit of brown rice. And for the first two days, it was fish. Some fish that I made at home. I did a little meal prep and packed out a couple days. I didn't want to go longer than two days with fish. And then yesterday and today, it was chicken, which was the real good chicken, which I really, really like. It is a low-carb, it might be cauliflower uh, chicken, like, you know, chicken covered with a cauliflower crust. But in the air fryer, it's good. And I bought some um, not not bad at all uh, hot wing sauce. And I dump that on there and on top of that rice, and I just mix it up, heat it in the microwave, and eat it, and it is delicious. And that is what I've been doing, but seven pounds down. So I'm already two pounds past the challenge, and I had till freaking Wednesday to beat that. So I'm going to have to, when I come back with the show next week, Monday is a holiday again. It is New Year's Day. It is a holy day in my house, too, because the great Alabama Crimson Tide football team is here in Southern California playing in the Rose Bowl against Michigan and the college football playoff. And that is always a holy spiritual day at my house. I will be watching that at 5 o'clock on ESPN. I really hope they win. If they don't win, I will be in a funk. But you know what? I never want to say when your team, you want your team to win, you want to win it all, but the fact that they got in this year when they lost the first game of the season and then never were ranked above number eight after that, even though they were still the Alabama Crimson Tide, the greatest, most dominant football team in the uh, playoff era, they are, and yet they deliberately wanted to keep them out and then they took number one and bitch slapped them, as in Georgia, the last game of the season, and voila, they couldn't deny them, they had to let them in. They are at number four, and they are playing Michigan, who is, I I think Michigan is number one, so number one gets number four. I wouldn't want that draw if I was Michigan. I'd be like, can you give me Texas, please? Can you throw Texas in there? Remember, Texas beat Alabama, though. I really hope Texas wins their game against Washington because I want Alabama to bitch slap them for the championship would be ideal. That's a different football team than they played the first game of the season. But that is uh, what's going on. Speaking of sports, another thing before I get into everything I've got to cover here on the podcast today, I will be back in the air chair next weekend, and I'm not sure how we're going to break it up. We're doing it a little different, but I will be back at the Big 49 radio station for Supercross coverage because it will be in Anaheim, and if you've, even if you're a casual fan of Supercross racing, Anaheim Stadium is, it's the best race. It is so freaking awesome. that It's the only uh, race on the circuit that they do twice. So they go to Anaheim, and then they're gone. They race around, and then they come back to Anaheim in like four weeks, and I will be at both of them representing the Big 49 up in the broadcast booth. We will do interviews and, uh, you know, record some stuff that we'll play back on the 49. Now, I don't know. Typically, we would do it all live, but I know we scaled back after I left and they were like, we're not going to do any more live stuff. It's way too expensive. And without the proper sponsorship, we're not going to do it. And I know that wasn't locked up. But I said, hey, if you guys need me, I will help you out. And they're like, we need you. So I am coming back for round one of the Supercross and uh, whatever the next round at Anaheim will be. I will be at both of those. I am stoked to get to see it. Uh, really love the motocross racing. I'm really excited to see Eli Tomek back on that Yamaha. 
Cooper Webb is now on a Yamaha. If you're not into Supercross, you have no idea what I'm talking about. I'm aware of that. But if you are, I am a big fan. And, and uh, by the way, may I say I'm a big deal in Supercross. I am a big deal in the Moto Media and uh, very proud of that. We, that's something we accomplished at the Big 49, and we're still there. So we're still going to keep plugging away, and I will be broadcasting for Big 49 next weekend, not this uh New Year's weekend, but next weekend, January 6th, 7th, whatever that is, uh, it will be Saturday at Big A in Anaheim, and I am excited, excited about that, and I'll be back with my Big 49 friends, so very cool that that is going on as well. Can't wait to get out there and hang with my boys and watch some motocross racing. Now, I told you guys on the last show I was going to go over New Year's resolutions I found this article about New Year's resolutions, and it says, why don't New Year's resolutions stick? And it says, first, framing the goals within time constraints can be counterproductive. It can be a way of avoiding the difficulty that comes along with making a change in the moment, even though it brings some relief in the moment. Says it can also be related to a misalignment between what you're hearing and your motivation for pursuing a goal. Outside in solutions such as dieting, joining gyms, and so on are doomed to fail if other than your well-intentioned resolve to change, uh, you've done nothing to enhance that capacity. So if you just, I'm going to join the gym, they're saying join the gym, and then you have to go to the gym, and you have to get that discipline, and you have to stay. If you're going to start a diet, then you have to do the diet. You can't just... All right, I did it. I was good on the diet today. I would suggest, as a guy who's yo-yo dieted my whole effing life, if you're going to go hard in on a diet, I wouldn't even think of a not even a cheat meal, not much less a cheat day, for at least 60 days. I would dial it in because it takes 30 days to get into a habit to get your body used to something. And believe me, I know as a fat guy that's been on many, many diets going into New Year's that when you go on a diet, if you've been eating like absolute crap, which most people do, I'm not pointing any fingers here because if I do, they're all coming right back at me. If you eat like crap, when you go all of a sudden tomorrow, I'm super healthy and then you do it, your body is like, hey, F you. Where's the processed food? Where's the sugar, a-hole? What are you doing? And you will get sick. I don't know how many times I have started a workout health regimen and ended up sidetracked almost immediately because of illness. And it's just your body going, no, 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 no. Kick up the sugar fatty. Hey, hey, where's the carbs? Crank up the carbs. Like Your body does not want to do this when you've been abusing it all this time. It gets used to those god-awful foods and not working out. That's not, and your body hurts, and your body doesn't want to go through that pain. And here you are torturing it. But it's it's not easy. So I would say, personally, just my personal tip, at least 60 days before you even think of saying, oh, I'm going to have just a fun-sized Snickers. No. No. You're a fatty, fun fat ass. That's what got you into this problem. And you need to stick to your guns 30 days it takes to get back into any type of routine. 30 days of working out. In 30 days, just so you know, this is something to think about. You're like, it's so hard. It takes so long. You may not see, you'll see some results in 30 days, but you can take a person 
who is massively, massively addicted to cocaine, alcohol, um, crystal meth, any you name it. And in 30 days, they can be normal. 30 days. It takes 30 days to flush out the system, get through the crap, and get back on track. And now as long as you're not dumping that crap into the system along the way, you'll be good in 30 days. Your body will be quote-unquote detoxed in 30 days. You, If you're doing drugs, you, you'll be detoxed sooner than that. Usually week, two weeks, max. Two weeks is long for a detox. But alcohol's the worst. But you can be a massive, massive addict that is on death's doorstep and in 30 days your life can change and it's no different with food food is an addiction and i will tell you this as a guy that worked in the addiction treatment field for a very long time saw a lot of crap i heard a saying in there one time that really rung true to me and is the truth any addiction left untreated will end in death it's the truth I don't care what addiction it is. If it's a drug addiction, you're going to die. If you don't get your drug addiction under control, you're going to die. Period. You're going to die. You're going to die a lot sooner than you would have if you weren't an addict. For sure. I don't know how many people I know who are dead because they were addicts and never got it under control. Including my own uh, brother. So, that happens. That happens. Food addiction. What's going to happen, fatty Von Fatass? You're going to have a stroke or a heart attack. And I have all of those. I don't have a stroke. I haven't had a heart attack, but I've got high blood pressure. I've got all, I'm watching stuff. I'm on diabetes medications. What's that from? That's from being a fatty von fat ass. What's that from? That's from an addiction to food and eating like crap and being a lazy F hole. That's what that's from. So 30 days, get your body detox, get on your system. Then I want you to go another 30 days of just feeling good because you you are going to feel good in 30 days. You may not may look in the mirror and still not be happy with it. That's the hardest battle. The hardest battle is in your mind. It's not getting out there and doing it. Once your body stops revolting on you, which it will because it's addicted to this crap you've been feeding it. Once your body stops revolting on you and you get to that first 30 days, you're there. You're in the sweet spot now. Now the hard part is getting out of your own brain and looking in the mirror and not going... God, I look like crap. I've been killing myself for 30 days and I'm still a fat ass. It's going to take long. How long did it take you to get there, fatty von fat fat? A long time. That's how long it took you to get there. It's not going to come off overnight. Hell, I've been going for five months now and I'm just at the 20 pound mark. It's, it's not, but my body has changed, incredibly changed. There's a lot of muscle growth. There's a lot of this. There's a lot of that. And you, I, I know... I, I can't tell you this because every single day, the first thing I do is jump on the scales. After I take a leak in the morning, I jump on the scales and see where I weigh. <coughs> I would I would like it if you didn't jump on the scales every day, at least initially. And granted, initially it's where you get all your weight loss, but when you're not seeing it in the mirror, it might be good to wait 30 days and then look at the scale and be like, Wow. I'm down eight pounds. I'm down 10 pounds. I'm down 20 pounds. A lot of people in 30 days will lose 20 pounds, 30 pounds, depending on how big you are and how much weight you have to lose. That might be the motivation to help keep you going at the end of that 30 day period when you feel like, wow, I've, you know, I'm out the other side of the addiction freaking 
uh, part of it, which it is an it is an addiction. That is, it is such a good statement. Any addiction left untreated ends in death, and I'm telling you, food, sex, anything, it will eventually kill you if you don't get it under control. And New Year's resolutions typically are weight loss, eating right, working out. And some people might say, you know, I'm not that fat. I just want to get healthier. And cool, then do it. But putting your body through it is really hard, and your body will revolt and you will find excuses. I I got back to the gym tonight. It is Thursday night as I record this for the first time in a week. And I wasn't making excuses or avoiding the gym. I really like the gym, and I'm pretty far into this journey where I am i don't really get sore. I, I, I get a little sore the next day or day after or whatever, but I don't, <coughs> I don't, uh, you know, it's not like at the start. When you start, your body is like, oh, go F yourself if I'm going to go back in there and do that again today. And you just got to push it and do it. But uh, take this advice from me, too, as a fat old guy who is really reeling from the injuries I have sustained at this this journey, not the life journey of being a fat ass who's like lifting heavy weights. This journey right now that I am on since August of 2023 I can tell you, take it easy. If you are, if you're over 45, check your ego lifting. And and remember, I'm a hypocrite and an idiot. I did three machines tonight, max stack all the weight that the machine had. I'm also a gigantic Neanderthal and I'm really, really strong. I have an injured shoulder, but I did machines that, don't involve my shoulder and I'm maxed three machines tonight and you shouldn't do that especially at my age you shouldn't do that and my doctor just told me to not do that but I have a problem with ego lifting and that is I got to get in there and I got to throw weight around and it makes me feel better and I like it and I like to see if I can do it I like to see how much I can do and I can still move it so I do it that's when these tendons pop that's when the ligaments pop if you're older don't be an idiot like stretch Go, I've heard the advice to go rather than say, all right, I'm just going to work on my arms and my back today rather than break it down like that, that it might be good just to do three days of a full body workout. And I do a little bit of full body. I I do follow that advice. I go in, I did legs tonight. I did arms tonight. I did some back tonight. Like I mixed it up. It it was a pretty full body workout. And And if you do that three days a week, and you go 35 minutes of lifting weights. That's not a lot. Three sets of 10 of each thing you do at a nice, slow, controlled rate that you have really good form. Form is everything, and you get the squeeze of the muscle group you're targeting and that exercise. You're going to get some good results. After 30 days, you're going to see it. Other people might not be able to see it. After 60 days... Other people are going to start to see it, and you're really going to notice it, and it's just going to grow every 30 days. There's going to be so so many gains and losses. You get gains and losses. You're gaining muscle, losing fat. Your body's changing. It's just cool to see, and the hard part is sticking to it initially when you're looking in the mirror and you're fighting that fight with the devil, and the devil is you. The devil is you saying, well, you fat ass. Look at that, man. You've been killing yourself. Can't even have a fun-sized Snickers, and and freaking you're in pain all the time this is bs why are you doing this don't listen to that devil in your head 
do not listen to that devil in your head. You are everything you do, especially if you're at any advanced age whatsoever. You're really investing in your future. Think of this as a a savings account for your future, but your future in your health, and that's everything. How many old people do you see that are there's 60, 70 year old people that are old, like walking around with walkers and stuff, and then there's 60 or 70 year old people that are in the gym still working out. Which one do you want to be? Want to be that one that's still getting around and still fine? Like, I'll give you this. My mom is 75, never been a big lady ever, and uh, she's she had the heart attack this year. It's the first medical thing we've ever had with her, and she still gets around fine, does everything. Like, everything's great. My dad, however, has always been a chunky monkey, and he's that man has tore up. He also did manual labor, so he's got blown out knees. He's uh, awaiting any day now. He is about to have carpal tunnel surgery on both wrists at the same time. He's just wore out his joints and everything being heavy. And and he was always strong because of the work he did, but he didn't do any exercise outside of that. And he's paying for it. He's got bad hips, bad knees, bad feet, bad shoulders, bad wrists. He's tore up. So... Take care of yourself. Invest. Put it into that checking account. Every minute you put into working on yourself, dieting, and doing the right thing you're, is adding minutes to your life. It really, really is. And as long as you're not drinking alcohol and doing stupid crap on top of it. But, man, <laughs> I, I'm like a preachy mofo on here. Let's get back to how you can make your New Year's resolution stick according to the article. And I, I will co-sign this article. I've liked... Most everything that it said. Uh, rule number one, if you want to stick to your New Year's resolution, whatever it is, it says think small. Don't If you come in and say, I'm going to lose 100 pounds and I'm going to, you know, compete in a bodybuilding, like that's, that's a huge uh, thing to bite off there. Don't bite off more than you can chew is what it's saying. It says take a look at the habits that are holding you back in your life. Find ones that are simple, like when I finish this meal, I'm going to wash my dish. Make a contract with yourself that the dish must be washed. No ifs, ands, or buts. It's discipline. You're changing your habits at that point. It says from there, you can make other small daily changes by finding simple challenges. It says, after all, long-lasting change is incremental. You don't just come in and completely have overall hauled your life from one day to the next. You do it by setting Little rules for yourself, little goals for yourself, accomplishing them, accomplishing them, continuing to add to them, making it harder, focusing on small steps, and that will keep your expectations in check. Like if it's just, hey, I'm going to wash my dish, I'm going to I'm gonna make my meal for breakfast and lunch before I go to bed tonight, then you make it, and then I, this is all I'm going to eat, I'm not going to have one snack in the office or an extra Starbucks coffee or any of that. I'm just going to eat this. And then when I'm done, I'm going to wash the dishes that I, I made and I'm going to put those away. There you go. After a few days of that, you're feeling good because you're knocking it out of the park. You're, you're staying on track. It's good advice to think small. And every time you succeed, small incremental increase. Celebrate that victory. And don't celebrate it by having a chocolate cake, fatty von fat fat. No. Celebrate it by saying, you know what? I'm going to have an extra protein smoothie. Maybe you can do that. So that is good. Then another thing to do, and it's kind of what I did here. This is exactly 
I'm sticking to, I started in August, it is now January, and I am still on point, and it says invent challenges. You have to make your goal a priority. Don't allow yourself to procrastinate. Make yourself finish your paperwork before turning on the TV. Decide to not to spend uh, too much money shopping. Said all these things, whatever it is. Because remember, we're talking about New Year's resolutions. Aren't Not everyone is, I'm getting in shape. I'm telling you if it is, trying to give you some other stuff. But some of them are... You know, I, I got to save money. I got to do this. I got to do that. Whatever your New Year's resolution is, these things can help you stick to it. But if you challenge yourself by saying, hey, let's say it was I'm not going to spend much money. All right, I'm going to go to the mall and I'm going to look around and I'm going to spend $20 a day or $40. And that's it. I'm saving money. Go do it. And then when you do it, mission accomplished. Next time, increase it a little more or, or change the goal. Then it says, this is a good one too. And... I'm trying to do this, even though I will tell you, I fight that devil all the time, too. When I look in the mirror and I'm like, God, I'm a fat ass. I've been killing myself and I'm a fat ass. I'm still a fatty fat ass. But you know what I am? I'm a strong fatty fat ass. And that's what I'm doing. I'm creating, cultivating optimism. And you need to do that, too. Be kind to yourself. Whatever it is that you're out to do. If it's dieting, if it's working out, if it's both, if it's spending less money, whatever it is, be nice to yourself. Don't beat yourself up. They say the key is to train yourself to focus on the positives. Don't let insecurity suggest that there are no positives, which we all do. We go down that rabbit hole. I went down that rabbit hole. When when I found out my shoulder was effed, I really took a mental dive in this process. But I went back into the gym and I pushed myself and I've maybe pushed myself a little harder than I should have, but I've been pushing effort. I'm just going to do it. I'm going to power through. I'm going to get there. I'm going to do this. And and I'm making myself do it. But cultivating optimism is a wonderful thing, whatever it is. Be positive about it. Not like, oh, I could never do this because I'm so fat. I'm so far gone. I can't. No, it's like, you know what? I'm going to do this like eating an elephant. I'm going to do it one bite at a time. I'm going to lose one pound this week. I'm going to lose one pound next week. And you know what? That's four pounds at the end of the month. That's not much. You can't really tell. That's that's a few big old hamburgers, but it's not much. Then you add that up, and it'll add up over time. Just be optimistic and do not beat yourself up. That is a very important part of this process. Uh, make the right resolutions. It says in the rush to just make big life altering changes, many people fall into the trap of thinking they need to strive for a specific goal that may not actually be important to them. Instead, you should work towards resolutions that align with your values. I guess people just say, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to run a marathon. And you're like, what do I care about running? Why, why would I do that? Like make one that's going to make sense for you. Say it can be helpful to choose resolutions that have an impact across your entire life rather than just one area. For example, trying to focus on just your career while postponing working on your personal life may not be the best way to go. You're like, you know what? I'm going to get ahead in my career this year. If you alienate everyone in your life and turn into a complete a-hole because you work all the time, you're not going to have a big happy life. It's not going to be a great resolution for you. Uh, Develop critical awareness. Understanding who you are can make a big difference in making changes as part of your resolution. 
Living without self-awareness is like driving your car at night with the headlights off. Says you can still drive, but you will eventually have a collision. Cultivating critical self-awareness will shed light on your destructive, reflexive habits and thinking on any self-sabotaging mind games at play. When it comes to self-sabotage, mindless, uh, your mindless activities can be destructive. Impulses is your number one enemy. So if you go do crap on an impulse, you could absolutely sabotage your resolution before you even get out the gate with it. And then here's a very, very big one, which I am trying to do and, and fighting with, and that is don't give up. Don't give up. And if you think you've given up, say, all right, I'm going to reset. I gave up for two days. I'm get back on. I'm going to do this. I can do this. It's not that hard. That fat idiot stretch can do it. I know I can do it. So don't give up. It is very, very important to persevere. People feel, uh, uh, you know, like there's a lapse in time and then and then they just throw in the towel. Or, well, there's no one to do it with. I was walking with my friend, Chan, but she's a fat whore and she quit and now I'm by myself and it's boring. So F Chan, that stupid whore. No, F Chan, that stupid whore. You're not going to quit. You know what you're going to do? You're going to start looking so good and you're going to start do, being so successful in your journey that that fat whore Jan is going to come back and be like, oh my God, why did I quit? If I didn't quit, I'd look like you right now. I'm going to keep going and you're going to get her motivated and you're going to get her back in and you're going to get her in line and in shape. <coughs> oh God, I need iced tea. Hold on. All this talking makes me hack and cough. Ah, uh, So... That is it. That that is the ways to keep your New Year's resolution going. Once again, to bullet point this: think small, build self trust, invent challenges for yourself on a daily or weekly basis. I do a challenge every week, fat to fit or else, and then I gotta hit those. And even if I don't hit them, believe me, then I gotta pay the price by doing something stupid like walking on Legos or getting zapped with a dog collar or torturing myself with some exercise I don't want to do. No matter along the way, no matter what, cultivate optimism. Be sure that your resolution is something right for you and it, and, and is attainable. Develop a critical awareness and most importantly, do not give up. That is the bullet points. That is how you stick to your New Year's resolution. And if you're going to be in the gym uh, starting January, good luck to you because the pajama pants wearers are coming. Everybody that got a gym membership for Christmas they're putting off this, well, I'm going to finish eating like crap this week, and then I'm going to go out and get really, really drunk on New Year's Eve. So I'll start on January 2nd, and they're coming, and a lot of them are coming. They won't all be around that long. I hope you're not one of those. If you are one of those, welcome. Stick to it. Follow these little bullet points I just gave you, and hopefully you'll still be here in a few months plugging away and looking good, because I know you can, because I can do it, and I'm a fat idiot, and... I know that you guys can do it. It is not that hard. And you can always um, ask me. Don't ask me for, like, any health advice because I'm an idiot. But if you say, hey, you know, how did you do this or, or what do you do that? I'll, I'll give you any advice I can. I swear I will because I want to help people. That is what this show is about. This show is about holding myself accountable, taking my life back from being a workaholic for the last three years like, we'll talk about going all in on a career. I had no career, and I was all in on nothing and just effed up my health and, and my personal life and everything, and now I'm getting all of that back, 
and I am being positive in the journey, and I am sticking to it like a mofo. When I slip and fall down, I jump back up. When I get punched in the head, it's remember, it's not about how hard you can punch. It's about how hard you can get punched and get back up, according to Rocky Balboa. And I believe that. That's really good advice because in the journey, I already blew my shoulder out. I already have not felt well a couple times. I've, I've There's little things to overcome because you're going to get hit. You're going to get punched. You're going to get kicked. And you're going to have to get back up and keep fighting and keep pushing forward and stay on your goals. So I know you can do it. Let's all do it going into this new year. I wish you health and happiness this new year. And uh, I would be amiss if I didn't remind you to go to uh, Spyra.com. The new Wave Maxes are on there. Fit 10 at checkout. I love the Wave Maxes. My black Wave Maxes are the shiz. I love those shoes. And I love those people. They are really good people there. And they are my friends. And I do indeed like them. So uh, check that out. It's a, it's a, a cool company. And I'm happy to be affiliated with them very much so. So Get over there and check out spyrid.com and be kind to yourself, be kind to others, be kind to the people you love, and also take it easy. Start slow, set your goals, stick to your goals, and you'll be successful. It will be there. You will make it. So thank you for listening to Fat to Fit or Else. Ah, by the time we come back with the next show, probably on Tuesday, Wednesday next week, when we get a new pod, I will have a new challenge because I kicked this one in the ass, bitch. And you know what? I feel good about it. I'm happy. I did it. I mean, I'm stoked that I did it in a freaking day, but uh, I beat it. I feel good. I don't have to flex off in my gym. I'll have a new challenge, and I will have a new or else as well. I will talk to you guys next year. Have a great, great New Year's weekend. Until then, uh, God bless all of you.